Blog Talk Radio. So girl, just be honest with me. I know we can make this work. Make this work. Make this work. Make this work. Love you. Love you. I know that you're afraid, babe, but you don't need to be safe, babe. You just need someone to understand. And I think I need the same, babe. Show me where you at, let's keep it honest Hold you where you at, and that's a promise Open up and never keep it from us Nothing left between us, baby, nothing Tell me what you want, let's keep it gangsta Tell me who created you, I'll take it Open up and never keep it from us Nothing left between us, baby Hopefully you give me a chance All the ones I've been romantic
Listen, have you been right at the point of ready? Perfect shoes, perfect dress, perfect hair, perfect makeup, and you look a fool. Well, we're going to stop all that right now. Kevin Foster is the person for you. Aside from him being able to travel to you, being known for his white tape series, he offers a unique experience that's very, very inexpensive. It'll be worth the money that you spend. Prices start at $125. If you would like an appointment with Kevin, call 770-407-9025 to set an appointment. Tell him that the Emperor sent you. It's Instagram, Facebook, or on KFOS Photography. Tell him the Emperor sent you. The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com for when the empire speaks, the empress Listen. Hey, Empire. How are you? Listen. Listen, it is Tuesday the 18th, and the only reason why I know it's the 18th of May is because my baby boy... We'll be graduating to middle school on tomorrow, so I'm very, very excited about that. I've had a wonderful weekend, beautiful beginning to a whole week with my mommy, and Lord have mercy, this whole tonight's show started from something that I actually saw on Mother's Day. Uh, It was a tribute, beautiful tribute from a a new friend of mine, Mr. Steven, who is on the line with us tonight, and he's going to talk with us about that uh, video and about his uh, his knowings. I'm just going to say he knows some stuff that we might need to know about. But before we get to that, let me tell you, today has been a wild day on Facebook because it was just, I was excited about my mom being with me. I was also excited to uh, be able to share some of uh, my children's life and experience with her not living here in the same city with me. It's just, you know, I want her to see and do as much as she can in a normal day. And, baby, she just took it to the extreme. Like, she all in my closet. She didn't rearrange my closet. It's all nice and neat. And I call myself cleaning up real good before she got here. I even hired somebody. Y'all don't tell her I hired somebody to come and clean up my little two and two because I just don't have a lot of time with these children. But, baby, she called me today. She said, listen. I don't know what kind of foolishness is going on in this stove and oven, but this is going to be handled before I leave. And I wanted to just say, look, girl, let me just take you right on back home. But, you know, it was all in love. And I think this message that my friend Stephen started, I was exactly the same thing. Stephen, are you there? And can you hear me on the impact? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. I hear you loud and clear. Can you hear me? Hey, okay. And again, I was telling the people that I had met you, literally Facebook met you uh, by looking at your video. And it was a video tribute that you had sent out on Mother's Day. 
Uh, it was a little bit of Mother's Day, and then it was a little bit of man law uh, that you felt like was important for women to know. So first, introduce yourself to the empire, and then we'll get into the discussion about why you think women uh, ain't married. Amen, amen. My name is um, Steve Johnson. I'm originally from Atlanta uh, with Our God Ministries. Um that video, um, honestly, I was um, going to the quick trip that morning, and as I finished pumping my gas and sat in the car, and I think it was raining, uh, somewhat, a little rainy, hasty out, and um, I just heard quickening my spirit. God say, tell them the truth. Tell them he's not going to marry her. On Mother's Day, if you're going you to give a woman anything other than another bouquet of flowers, other than another card, other than another box of chocolate, other than another ring, other than another story, other than another lie. If you give a woman anything, give her the truth. And I heard it just as loud and clear as day. It was a twofold message. God was saying, tell the woman that he ain't going to marry her. And in essence, tell the man, stop giving her, giving her surface gifts, surface conversation meaningless guilt and meaningless conversation and just tell her I'm not gonna marry you. I'm not into you like that. It's some things I saw, some things about that I don't respect. So so that video was birthed out of that and here today, really I'm blown away. Today that video has had one million, um about three hundred and thirty three hundred it's one million three hundred thirty and two hundred and seventy three views and uh-huh. 53,000 shares from that one uh-huh. video. Right. And I'll tell you, when I saw that video, I was working at the time. I think I was actually doing something, so I wasn't actually looking. When I see videos on social feed, I see them, and I press play, and then I just continue doing what I'm doing because I have a headset on, and it was great. I was like, oh, he's just going to say Happy Mother's Day. But then you say it. Stop lying to these women because he is not going to marry you. Now, first of all, I want to just say that the lines are already blowing up, and I do want everybody to have an opportunity to see the video and share it in the name of the empire because it's already out there. I mean, it's not coming back. I mean, when you hit a greater than, I think, a a couple hundred thousand, they consider it viral. We're well past that at this point, and I think it has some very valuable information. I also think that there is some points where people are going to tune out because they don't want to hear some of the truth. And sometimes the truth just kind of stings a little bit. And here on the Empire, we are all about the truth. But we want to have every view possible. We want everybody to have as much as they would like to say. Now, have you? I know that you've gotten some good feedback. Have you gotten some bad feedback about your video? Honestly, I haven't um, um, since that video. Um, it's done went up 5,000 friends plus. I got 1,097 sitting in my queue waiting to be friends. Uh, on my messenger, I've got women um, um, they talking about 20-year marriages or 20-year relationships, three-year relationships. How um, I got college girls um, inboxing me, messaging me. Um, you know, this guy been pressing about sex. He, 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 he's saying he want to marry me, but he's more about sex. I really, honestly, I, I honestly have not got not one negative um, um, feedback from 
any woman nowhere on earth. Out of one million people, nobody said you wrong. In fact, what I've heard is that you blessed me. What I've heard is you may have saved my life. I ended a relationship with my fiance. You may have saved my life. I, I put somebody out of my house. You may have saved my life. Um, this person I've been with such, such, such amount of years is over with. I'm done because of that video. I really, really know my worth now. I have a couple of questions, but that video just made it come to me. I haven't heard nothing negative yet. That's actually is so amazing because when you say certain truths as blunted as these are, and we're going to get into this conversation, I want to go ahead and open up some of the lines because they are just starting to pile in now. But um, some of the very things that you're saying are, I think, maybe some of the mindset of the of the guys who were very much anti Steve Harvey when it came out to the book how to be a how to think like a man but act like a woman or something like that. I've said it so many times that I don't even know how it goes, but you know the book I'm referring to. And one of the major parts of relationship, a lot of people would like to believe is the sexual part of coming together of two people. I mean, that is the intimacy, of course, that is reserved for some people just specifically for marriage. Now, when you were speaking, were you speaking only to women who want to be married, or were you just speaking in general about what got, what men think about whether or not they would consider marriage with regard to sexual well, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of twofold again. Um, cause the the average woman wants to be married, wants to be loved. Average woman is not just out trying to sleep around with two, three guys. The average woman, if you do a poll, the average woman wants the family want to be married. At the end of the day, she wants to be loved, appreciated, and adored. Now, with that, you have um, married women who married looking for love and still ain't got it. Then on the flip side of that, you have men who know women want to be married knowing they're not going to marry them because he ain't into her like that. So what I want to, what I want to do is challenge women, not necessarily think like a man and act like a lady, but think like a queen and walk like a woman. Huh. Let me use this like early. And walk like a woman. Because if you think like a man, then you got to be on some other stuff. But since you, are, since you are a woman, God has already called you to womanhood. Think like a queen and walk like a woman. Now, listen, I am with you, and I said this to my friend. I just opened up his line, and I say this all the time in passing. I'm with you when you write. But listen, I'm with you <laughs> when when you write me <laughs> that I just agree because you kind of, you know, said exactly what I'm trying to say. Actually, Jermaine is online, my friend Jermaine. He actually has said some very similar things that you have, and I have invited him to be first to actually ask any questions that he would have or to co-sign because I, this is, like, not a new idea for me, but I think it is new to hear it coming out of the mouths of men who aren't, like, on a major, major platform you know, by being known and saying, don't do this, don't do that. Like, your video is almost catapulted you up there, Stephen. But, Jermaine, do you agree or disagree or what have you to say so far on our topic tonight? I mean, 
the only information, well, first of all, I'm Jermaine Thomas, by the way, but right now the only information I, I got about what he did was the introduction that I heard a few minutes ago. So I really hadn't heard what he said in his entirety, but I do agree uh-huh. that, you know, um, women do want more than what we are offering. And sometimes they get stuck with what we're just giving. That being said, you know, I, I think it's, you know, it, it's so many uh, facets to relationships and marriage and stuff like that. So when you start coveting the marriage lifestyle, you know, there are so many other elements that you have to add to it that are incomplete on both ends for the men and the women. And so I'm not going to say that what he said is incomplete because I hadn't heard everything in its entirety. But what I am going to say is that, you know, yeah, you can want the marriage, and, yeah, they are lying. But the number one reason they are lying is because they're lying to themselves, don't know what we want. It's not that we don't want to give it to you. We don't know what we have to give. You know, we we don't understand what what it means to be a man. And I'm, and I'm speaking for the masses, and I'm tr- trying to be, I'm trying to uh, go back to when I had a certain kind of mentality. And I realized back then, you know, I was just confused. I, I, I didn't know what I wanted at that time. I, you know, right at that time, you know, a nice body, a pretty face was something that I desired. But, you know, intimacy, the qualities of, of uh, quality time, you know, all that kind of stuff, I wasn't trained to actually uh, appreciate that. It wasn't until I started getting. It wasn't until you got a little bit older. Stephen, do you agree with that? Because I think that it was uh, very uh, probably one of the bigger reasons that a lot of women kind of heard this because you were speaking directly to them. But is that truth? So, in your opinion, that men are just confused about what they actually want to start with with regard to relationships? Well, um, I, I, I have to agree with Jermaine in the aspect where he said uh, I, I, men don't really know what they have to give. And that takes us back, if we can just digress for a moment, that takes us back. Um, when we look at America as a, um, the human race as a whole, male, female, Eighty-five percent, or maybe higher, eighty-five percent of male and female have not been fathered. So when you got a a race of people that has not been fathered, so the average man don't know what it is to be a man. And then the average woman don't know what to look for in a man. Now you got two broken people trying to come together. So... I think a lot of people, they're not actually in love, but they're in love with the idea of being in love. They're in love with the idea of being married. So much so that we fool ourselves into believing this is reality and when actuality is really not. And so we find ourselves, you know, you got two broken people, start a broken relationship, and they start a broken family, and now you got a broken community. And divorce after about three and a half years. Uh, three and a half years is a milestone to some with the way that people are divorcing. Cynthia, are you there? You are an early call, caller into the show, and I appreciate you. want to go ahead and get this, this estrogen going. Are you there, and can you hear me? 
Cynthia? Yes. Zero nine zero. Hi. Glad you could stay on. Yeah, I can hear you. Um, glad you could stay on the show with us, and we've spoken both with Jermaine, but Stephen's here to tell us that, you know, sometimes men may not have even known what they have to give, and we women, too, uh, may have been fatherless to the point that we, we wouldn't even recognize a man if he was right in front of us. Do you have anything to add to the conversation or particularly wanting to ask Stephen about his video or his platform? Well, the video just made me go to another level, you know, queen. But it's like, wow, you know, you won't fall for anything if you really follow his videos. It's like, because a lot of times you meet guys and they'll sell you a dream. You know, they think they take you to dinner, wine you and dine you, that they're going to get something else. But I had to learn that just because you take me to dinner, that don't mean that you're going to get something else. So listening listening to his video, especially coming from a man, it really, like, it shocked me. So I started sharing uh-huh. the video with all my friends in the message, uh-huh. in their message box. And a lot of, I had one particular young lady, I think she got offended because she's shacking. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. she asked me, and I'm trying to tell her a message. I said, well, I only shared the video. You have to answer that. But what he did uh-huh. is, like, awesome because uh-huh. our eyes have to come open. And it, when you hear uh-huh. it coming from a man, it would surely uh-huh. open up your eyes. So I thank him for the video. Anything you want to say to that, Steve? Because if that is not, that's got to make your chest swell if you don't know that you have at least reached one person um, in your video. Hey, hey man, I'm going to say amen for, for a comment, but when, when you say chest swell, it's, it's no, it's, it's, it's no, I, I, when I say I owe God, that's the that's the least I could be doing. You you understand what I'm saying? Because of the life the life I live, I I, I take no glory, no anything for it. Cause those videos come out of pain, trial, error, fasting, praying. That's where they come from. So I just thank God for being able to be a, a vessel to help. If this one person got free, cause if we if we all be honest. When, when we done been caught up in this, and I don't know about anybody else, I'm just talking about some stuff I've done. When we've been caught up in sin, caught, caught up into bondage, caught up into negative relationships and try and make them be positive, and when you come out of that and your eyes are open, it, it, it's a freedom. It is a freedom. It's now a blessing. I'm, now, I'm going to say this, and we've had we had a conversation, a long conversation, our actual first conversation, Stephen, and so you know where I'm coming from when I say this, because I do know that some people do not have uh, 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 the, do not have the past that we have or do not have the uh, exposure to something different that we have. They're living their lives actually in the day that they are in with the experiences that they have had, and to say and to add uh, a level of spirituality and godliness to it can be confusing. So if you would, 
explain to us, because when you say in reference to, if, you know, that you're speaking from a place that is from where you come, we would have to know your story in order for that to be true. But if you are just speaking from a place of being a man, because you said two things very clearly, a man won't do certain things and a woman won't uh, submit herself to certain things, in order to have that knowing, does, it, does that take uh, a spiritual eyesight or does that uh, require that you have some type of relationship with uh, God or a deity? Because we're not talking to all Christians, I'm sure, and uh, I, I've run into uh, people who just don't believe like I do. So it's like speaking a different language when we speak that way. So if you could be a little bit more uh, clear as to what you mean when you say the things that I've gone through that make me now see. Um, if we go back, let's let's go back 15 years ago. I got I also got a CD out of called From Gangster to God. Before I ever knew God, I I I never been to church. wasn't trying to go to church. I was a player. I did what I did. I sold dope. I had women. I had cars. I had money. If you go and listen to my From Gangster to God City, then you'll know where I'm coming from. I thought Jesus was this blue-eyed dude, and, 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 and I don't need Jesus. Old people need Jesus. They wear wigs, and tithing has something to do with the seed, but that ain't for me. I got my nine. I got my cocaine. I got my women. I'm God. I thought I was the man. You know what I'm saying? But, but. And no, I didn't get God in no church. And somebody said, you need to be saved. This, when I lived that lifestyle, I got five daughters now out of the wayward lifestyle I lived 20 years ago. Five daughters. I got two that's mm-hmm. 29, two that's at 19, two that's 19, two that's 21, I mean, two that's 21, and one that's 18. Two that's in college, um, three are not in college. Now, with that lifestyle that's, that come through four different women, and my my wife, I had two daughters from, and even in that, I, when I wasn't when I wasn't saved, I'm gonna do about two, three, four women at one time. Mm. And at, at one at one stitch of my life, where I may leave Tracy House or going to Samika House, and you best believe I got the keys to all the houses and to the car. And you best believe when I come through, then it's whatever I want. Because they allowed me to do that. I couldn't value who they were because I couldn't value who I didn't know who I was. So to go back to what Jermaine was saying, that that uh-huh. look, we don't know who we are because my daddy was a player. His daddy probably was a player. And so the, my only mindset was a man, if you give money, you have sex with plenty of women, and that's it. Uh-huh. That's it. And you make babies. That's, and that's, that's all I knew. From game banging, from being shot, from going to jail, from getting out, back on the hustling mode, to shacking up, and I all that that was an unhealthy, unproductive lifestyle that almost took me to hell. Uh-huh. I got shot in ninety one a drive by shooter. I still didn't turn to God. I got even more irate. I thought I was like Tupac or Tupac got shot. I got shot, we got shot in the same year. We're doing drive-by shooting, but 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 I was I was hurting because I wanted love. My mom worked all the time. My dad parted all the time, and I was looking for love through sex. And the more women I got, the bigger my hole became. 
I'm drinking Hennessy. I'm sleeping coke. I'm sleeping with women. But there's no fulfillment. I don't got the cars. I got the money. I got the house. I got the motorcycle. I got the horse. I got the women. But I ain't got no love. Hurting. At 26 years old, hurting. But the world tell you to go out and get the house, the car, the money, the clothes, the women. You're going to be happy. One happening.
look, you know, I want to be intimate, and I'm like, I, you know, I'm not doing it, so I find myself single. But I encourage people mm-hmm. and tell them just to keep holding on. Don't give your body away because everybody's doing You don't have to do that. I believe that we can wait on our husband, and his message was so clear. It was a blessing, and I encourage him to make more videos because it's an encouragement to other people, you know, just, just to wait. So I, I love it. I think it's a blessing. So do you, did have you ever been married? Have you ever been married? Yeah, I, I'm 41 years old. I've been married before, but it didn't work out, but we're very good friends. And I've been a Christian now for about five years, and I'm just, within the last two years, I, I'm not being intimate. I'm just really waiting for my husband. And some people say, well, you may wait forever, but whatever it takes, I, I don't want to give my body to someone. I mean, if they want me that bad, They'll get a license for it, like you say. (laughs) (laughs) That was a powerful point. I had that written down girlfriend to say because he said if you have to get a license for your car and you have to get a license for a gun, you have to get a license for all of these other major things, why wouldn't you get a license for your wife? Now, I'm just going to tell the truth now because that's what I do. Um, I I don't ask people to come onto the empire just because I agree with everything that they have to say. I do want to say that I think that sex is a huge part a huge part in any relationship that's intimate, and intimacy does not equate to sex. It just is related very closely to it. I think you could be having sex with somebody and just be totally not intimate with them. You're doing some nasty stuff, but you're not being intimate. You're not connecting to that person. So how in the world, this is a question I like to ask you, Stephen, how in the world, and then we'll go to caller 2663, so please be ready, um, how in the world am I supposed to, be so close to committing myself as a helpmate and almost a subservient to um, a husband, and I don't know if he can have good sex. Like, sex is a huge part of the female uh, pleasure zone uh, and humanity. So how am I supposed to not have sex with him? See, the the one thing that we miss, and, and, and and it's sad, if, if, if we be honest, we are actually actually a spiritual being having a human experience only yet for a little while. Now, now, in order to soothe the physical, there has to be a mental connection. See, a lot of times, a lot of times, people can't satisfy each other. It, it's not that it was because it was physical. You have orgasm. You, that's why the average man roll over. He going to sleep, and you still laying there trying to figure out why is he already stopping? Why it's over with? Because when a man cannot reach you intellectually, if a man can't stimulate you mentally, he cannot continue to satisfy you physically. Hmm. Most most men listen. That that's why I see sex is on the surface, but intimacy hmm. is a mental spiritual connection. Because see, listen, kissing is more intimate. Than actual intercourse. I really, me first, I'm just talking about, let me talk about me personally right now. I'm just going to me. Personally, if I can't kiss her, I probably can't love her.
for you, he ain't into you. Oh, my God. If he don't feel you uh-huh. kissing you, listen. Listen, lady, hear this. You'll know if a man really feeling you, and you, and, and you need not be having sex if you ain't married, but you'll know a man really ain't into you if he's sexing you and his face is turned to the left while he's on top of you because he don't want to kiss Guess you. What? He don't feel you like Guess that. What? I got to ask a question because this is just really, I've had some other shows that weren't entitled quite as, 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 as pristine or as sanitary as this, and it's been about sex. And I said that very thing, and it was as if, like, I was an alien. And it also is about this sex that people are having where you have no face-to-face contact. It's all over the place, upside down in a corner, on two toes, and all of this craziness, and you don't even have the eye contact. Does that not also speak to a level of they're not really into you if they don't want to see you during that act? Well, if a woman and a man is doing that, that's the spirit of pure perversion, and they're doing somebody else every other night. They doing somebody else every other night, and more than likely, they have herpes. Herpes has been on the rise for the last seven years. Where the hell did herpes come from? Oh, like two six six three. Your line is open, and I'm gonna let you speak right after he finishes this point. When people are are, are on each other like that, more than likely they're sleeping with multiple partners. Because in that multiple partners, see, sex when it can't, lust cannot be satisfied. Lust cannot be fulfilled. That means you could be any John Doe, Jane Doe, whoever, and they're having sex with you. If you know the statistics, and I believe in numbers, I like numbers. If you know, if you know the statistics, purpose has been on the rise for the last seven years, and the average person don't even know they have it. Okay. And I just happen to be a nurse, and I know that there are a lot of diseases that people don't even know. And what's so weird is that a lot of people will send you pictures of their stuff, and I'm, like, in the exam room looking at it. I'm like, you just sent this in my inbox, and I'm seeing a herpetic lesion on your little PP. You don't even know it. 2663, that whole herpes part just kind of threw you out. You was like, what does herpes have to do with this conversation? What did you want to talk about in this conversation? Your line is open and you're welcome to ask any questions to our guests or just make comments for the topic itself. I really ain't got nothing much to put. I didn't even know I was on, on air like that, but uh, it's just, I mean, two weeks is on, y'all. I don't. I well, just to each, really... I mean, it's okay. It's okay. You do not have to uh, bait down your position. Um, and I don't know what you mean by "to each his own" because I don't know. I don't know what you mean by that. Oh, no, just the whole premises of oh, you have to uh, I guess wait to have. Uh, Waiting for love, and this is why you can't have a man because I guess because y'all putting it out. And uh, he said something about uh, any, any, I guess anything outside of missionary is is a sexual perversion. And I mean, people explore with sex. To me, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not a person. To me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a naturalist. I look at nature. People explore mm-hmm. with sex. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. We're animals. Mm-hmm. We explore with sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Now, I feel like we have a moral balance that where we can stop and say, okay, well, we're going to go to this limit. You know, we're going to do certain things. We don't, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. But uh-huh. uh, to sit up and say that uh, because somebody wants to do in a certain position is a sexual perversion and, and they're spreading herpes and uh, I don't know, I guess God sent us herpes because we're doing 69 or something, that's kind of silly. Okay. Well, I think do you, you have anything? To do? Go ahead. I, I think he misunderstood what I said. I think you were saying people doing all kind of stuff, all kind of ways, without kissing each other. I never said that um, unless you're doing the missionary position, um, God is not pleased. What I did say, when a man is not kissing a woman and he's sexing a rather it's the elevator on the kitchen table, um, on the floor, on the washing machine. However he's doing it, when a man is not engaged with a woman's mouth, with his mouth, he's not into her. He do, he do not care for her. That's what I did say. Then I, okay. then I, also, said, then I, then I also said that with these people are part of sleeping with multiple partners, and that's the spirit of perversion. Uh-huh. That's what I said. Okay, and that's very different from what he's surmising. You know, it's not, it's, I'm not, I do not get surprised when people hear one thing when they're not listening to the entirety because I, I could see how he could have heard that. I actually had this long conversation on Facebook today about something that was just pretty, just supposed to have been like kind of a funny thing that I've noticed, but it turned into, me damning people who like tennis shoes, and I, I really didn't say that. So I think that, you know, I, I love when we talk on the, on the Empire is because we allow people to say their truth and never feel like you can't say what your truth right. is. We're just so respectful about it. Zero five zero six. do you have something to add to the conversation or ask of our guest Steve here? No? Zero five zero six are the last four digits of your phone number. Your line is open, and maybe you don't know. Maybe you don't know two thousand. That's easy. Last four digits of your number is two thousand. Are you there? Can you hear me? Okay, I hear the baby, but I don't hear any adults, so let's go to the next caller, 1029. Can you hear me? 1029. Yes, I can hear you. Hi. Do you have anything to ask our guest? Thank you so much for calling the show. Do you have anything to say to our guest or any questions about our conversation so far? I, uh, I don't have anything to add at this point, but I would like to say that you know, the information that I've heard so far, I just actually joined about, you know, about 10 minutes ago. But what I've heard mm-hmm. so far is it, it's enlightening to me. I think a lot of times when we hear other views from other people um, and we listen to um, the ways that different people perceive things, that, you know, we under, understand things a little bit better. And mm-hmm. um, what Steve just said about uh you know, a man and a woman having sex and, you know, not being able to make eye contact, not being able to, to look at that person, it's, it's just an eye-opener for me. So I'm just, uh, I don't have anything to add at this point because I haven't heard the whole conversation, but what I've heard so far is, is great. 
I'm, I'm just liking, I am just loving people just giving chance for someone else to express themselves. Have I, and, and it's amazing, earlier in the conversation, Stephen was telling us that he's had almost one and a half million uh, hits to his video, um, and there has been little to no pushback or disappointment or negativity because it's almost uh, that's almost the opposite of what I get. You know, I post a video and I get hate mail. I get texts with, you know, vulgarities and those types of things. But to, for you to say that is just so welcoming and so warm. See, what, why do you think, um, let's talk about this shacking, because I think that it is very, very common. Actually, I don't. I was not condoned, and my mama is in the other room. She can tell you, but we is not going to add her into this conversation tonight. Um, I, I, I shacked. I shacked before I got married. I was very much raised against that. As a matter of fact, my mom never visited me when I was living with my to-be husband, and it was only after we knew that we were going to get married uh, that we decided to, you know, live together. And I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with shacking. Well, um me, me, I'm a firm believer, and, and I stand flat-footed on it. When you, when, when your spirit is not quickened to the God truth, then shaking is very economical. It makes it a little bit simpler. It simplifies it, and you get a chance to play husband and wife without actually being husband and wife. You both can walk away and, and not worry about no mortgage because you just pretty much if you're shacking. A lot of times it's, it's an apartment. Not saying folks don't shack in houses because they do, but all I'm saying it just it ain't no real commitment in shacking. And what it does is it it makes it real easy for the man in a sense not to be a man. It make it real easy for the man to want to play uh, a business partner opposed to a wife. And, and and my blueprint is this. If we go back to the Genesis, which is the Bible, which I believe the Word of God, that Adam met Eve. When Eve came to Adam's life, Adam had a relationship with God. Adam had somewhere to stay, which was a garden. And he also had a job, which was, which was naming the animals. So <clears throat> with that, um, he was able to sustain her, take care of her, and cover her. Today, shacking, what shacking induces now, you, you got the, the, the woman pretty much, and not in all cases, bringing in most of the money, or even a man that says he's bringing in most of the money. And what happens is when you shacking, you ain't trying to get married. When you shacking, you got one still looking for her or the wife. And when you shacking, it's easy for somebody to create an argument and put somebody out because it ain't no real commitment. I think it makes the generation of men become weak and less with less of a tenacity to try to provide. Four one two seven. You're on the air. Can you hear me? Yo, yeah, I can hear you. What do you this have is... to say about this whole shacking? Um, I don't mind shacking. I think shacking is cool. Um. I mean, I don't know why you got to gamble so high with a relationship. I have to actually put a, a contract on our relationship and, and register my relationship with the government before we live together. That's, 
I don't know. I, I like the idea that I don't have to be hurt when I leave the relationship. Let's just see how this goes. It's kind of like when you first meet someone, you let it build, you let it grow, and eventually you get to a point and certain milestones. So I think that if you're with someone and it's working well and you're shacking and it's going great, the guy sees value in the relationship, the woman sees value in the relationship, I think that it can be discussed it's like, hey, let's go ahead and get married and let's just take it to another level. I think shacking can be a step towards being married, um, and it, it doesn't mean that you're just kind of forfeiting marriage for the shacking. Um, I, I really do believe that really, really good relationships can work just fine with no paperwork. Okay. You anti-contract, huh? You got some money. We Okay, the prenup, <clears throat> so the prenup is probably just about out, too. Um, with regard to you, because we're talking about marriage, and I think that sometimes we lump marriage and relationship and dating all in the same tone. Uh, to the caller who was just speaking, and then Steve, if you'll answer after this, do you think that if you're not going to get married, that it's even necessary to have a relationship then? Because I don't know if everybody's meant for marriage because it's so much different than this wedding idea. I hear women all the time saying they want a husband. I'm waiting. An earlier caller even said, I'm waiting on my husband and I want, you know, I want, you know, the children, I want a home. And to me, having been there and having, you know, worked really hard to try to have that work, uh, I'm not against marriage, but I'm not blown away by the fantasy of that whole wedding thing. That is not the marriage. Do Are you just anti-marriage, caller, or do you just think that it's just – what do you think about it? Because it sounds like you're just against the contract altogether. Um, I'm not totally against the contract, but I do think that – I think there's an overemphasis of what the contract means and that – that means that we will be together forever and we will love each other. I don't really think you can love someone just, I don't think you can love someone forever because you should love them forever. And I think that's what a contract implies. It implies that I should love you when I may not even love you anymore. The relationship may really be over, but I've made this quote unquote commitment to you forever. And and then if I decide to leave the relationship, now I have to lose some money or I may lose some property. And it, it just sounds like it just sounds like a, a business breakup more so than a relationship breakup. Because if it's really a relationship breakup and if, if, you're, if a woman is with me just for me, eh, she don't necessarily have to say, well, when I leave, I want a severance package. You know, because I think that's really what a prenup is I think it's me trying to stop you from taking a severance package from me. Now, if 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 I am already who I am, if I'm already I don't know the the head of some organization or some huge corporation, or I'm an entrepreneur and I, I'm doing well, if I'm already that guy, you can't come up mm-hmm. and just say, oh yeah, uh, we're gonna be we're gonna get married, and if I leave, I'm taking half of this shit. I'm like, no, you're not neither. Mm-hmm. I mean. You can, because here's the thing, like, women don't like it when dudes come in and do that. I, I, I don't think that a woman, like, here's why I got love for guys like, uh, what was that, that, that boy that married the, the girl back in the day, Britney Spears? What was that, K-Fed? I kind of like okay, K-Fed. Okay, I know. Because I, 
Yeah, I kind of like KC because I was like, damn, he kind of gave women perspective on how it looks when a a, a woman do a man that way. Because he was really a, he was really one of the original five. You know, he kind of moved in on 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 uh, Britney Spears. She was already hot. She was mega huge, and he just kind of came in on some whole shit and just was like, yeah, and got mad. And when he left, he took some money with him. I was like, damn, that's all right, right there, man. That is kind of a different perspective. See, what do you have to say to that? Because I think I know who that caller is, and I will surely um, speak to that at the end of the show when I go Empire. But what do you have to say to that? Well, I think we got the way of the world, and then we got the way of God. When we look at the institution of marriage by God, see, we we got to stick to foundational truth opposed to opinionated um, uh, feelings and emotions. At the end of the day, what's our purpose and why are we on this earth? We got to deal with that fact. We got to deal with that truth right there. Why and what's our purpose? When when a man and a woman come together, it's supposed to be for eternity. What happened is we can't wait. We picked the wrong mate. We used the wrong tools. And we're looking through the wrong eyes. And we're looking at all the external things because we good buddies, because we get along. Let's try it out. If a man will commit to a car payment, but he won't commit to you and just want to try you out, let's, let's be real. God created us to worship him. God created us, marriage, to, 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 to mimic the kingdom of God. When he say husband, love your wife like Christ loved the church, see, the world has implemented its idea and opinion so much on the church that the church began to follow the way of the world instead of the world following the church. Because we compromise the very standard, the very principle, the very oracle of God. That's why men ain't men no more. Men pursue money, men pursue cars, men pursue houses, men pursue clothes, men pursue titles, men pursue positions, men pursue everything else but God. Find a man that's in pursuit of God, you'll find a man willing to commit. You'll find a man willing to change the world. You'll find a man willing to be a mentor. You'll find a man willing to help the homeless. You'll find a man willing to visit those in the jail. But find a man who will commit, there's no value in who you are. Because it just might be somebody a little bit better than you, and I got the right because I ain't committed to you to jump in the bed with her. I don't. I, I, I just, everybody for somebody, if we do it God's way, it's more of a process. We, we're a microwave generation. We want it now. I want to have sex with you now. Never give an account. Yeah, we, matter of fact, I'm, I'm, if I have intercourse with a woman, my spirit is seducing hers and penetrating her spirit. Now I don't develop a tie to her soul. And now my spirit is like fingerprints on hers. And well, we had that is, show. We had that mm. show just last week about the soul ties and how it works in nine out of of 10 people, both male and female, felt like that there is a true transference of something non-tangible, uh, that it is a spiritual type of connecting. So people do, uh, they, they acknowledge that there is something, whether you like it or not, whether you acknowledge it 
or not that there is a transference, but for some reason, you know, for we are not in the very uh, bit of, you know, total commitment. We got one other caller on the line that we're going to open up the line and then take a quick commercial and then come back, Steve, to you so that you can give us some information before I go in power. 1183, are you there and can you hear me? Last four digits of your phone number, 1183. Hi, yes. My name is Darlene. Hey, Darlene. Do you have anything Hi. to ask Steve or add to uh, our conversation so far? Well, I'm just listening. It's my first time, and I have a few ladies here with me, and we're just listening and taking it in. Good. I'm glad you're taking it in. And I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you something. There is it's it's huge I think when men are just are vocal when they're able to just express themselves. I ain't talking about just making a bunch of noise. I'm talking about having something to say that is instructive. I do and I have always been. Anybody who's been on the Empire knows. Anybody who knows me personally knows I do feel that there's a certain order to things and that it is out of order when you have a woman trying to take over and trying to tell a man what to do, especially in a household. I can't stand that. And you spoke to some part of that manhood, uh, and since that caller didn't want to have uh, anything to say just quite yet, let's go back to caller 2000. Are you there? Last four digits of your phone number, 2000? Yes, hello. Hi. Hello. I can hear you this time. Hi, how are you? you? Okay, good. Go Go ahead. Okay, no, I just wanted to say to Stevie, just to that last guy caller, you know, I'm glad because I just joined his group, too, and, you know, he sticks by the word, you know, and, you know, like like he said, uh, when the guy, you know, he's doing the cussing and he's talking about the marriage and, um, he sticks by the word. That's why I've joined them because I've never even joined groups before, but I somebody posted it on my Facebook and I seen and I was like and he attracted me with the word. So I'm just glad he's a man and he's coming with that word. He's coming straight from the word of God. You know, so I've just I'm just want to tell him I appreciate that. You know, because we don't get that a lot. And I wanted to have another thing to say about the shacking. You know, I did that too. And I think that, you know, when women, we shack up with other men and we're not married, we um, we mess up the family life because we involve our children. You know, and once that man just said doesn't work out and once that man is gone, you know what I'm saying? We messes up our children. You know what I mean? That's why the Bible it speaks right. about, you know, hello? Yes, I was agreeing with you. Yeah, oh, okay. So I just, that's all I had to say. But I just appreciate Mr. C because, you know, he comes with that Bible, and I like the way he came back on our last, not the last caller, but the caller before that. I appreciate that. That was good. He came back with Let me tell you, he came back with some words. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say this in my end. Let me just write a little note. Stephen, do you have any direct information where people can get in contact with you? I know that you have some potential book writings that are coming up, and um, I want you to go ahead and offer that information right quick before I go Empire. Well, just just my new uh, Facebook page is is, is um, I O God Ministry. Please go and like that page, and also um, it's it's probably two books. I'm gonna be trying to write simultaneously. 
God is really stretching me in some areas, and, and he's dropping stuff on me every night about 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. So why men don't marry women they, they sleep with, that, that's going to be a chronicle of our book coming out shortly. Also, um, I got from Gangster the God this, uh, uh, from Gangster the God CD that's on YouTube. Um, and you can go and listen at that. And also, you can reach me by email. And, 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 and my personal email is stevejohnson712 com. I'm going to say that again, stevejohnson712 at com. And also, ministry at gmail.com. That's our Thank God. you. Listen, we, I got a puppy that's getting a little bit anxious, and Stephen, I will, I will have that information reposted inside of my event uh, right before um, I go to sleep tonight. And um, you can find him, I O God. That's I O W E G O D. His personal page is that twice. I owe God, I owe God, and I owe God ministries just because I did cut you off a little bit before. And um, one little quick commercial, and then I do my little spiel about how I feel about Are you tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things that really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am The Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight, but nobody's going to change this but us. Let me tell you, I saw the video. If you haven't seen the video, I will try to feed it again back into my uh, profile page. Uh, And tonight's topic was just as I thought it would be beautifully spoken, very respectful and um, eye-opening and full of respectful uh, commentary between people who may or may not agree. Um, I don't think that we had big ahas because I think we know, we already know this. We know there are certain things that are just out of order. Now, some people will say, you know, I'm not a Christian. I don't believe that. This cannot be the only way. And you know what? If that's what you feel is the truth, that's absolutely fine with me. But I'm going to say this. It speaks to itself that what we've been doing is not working, okay? I I, I just don't get it when people cannot see that if you have been repeating the exact same thing and getting the same uh, results, uh, either woman after woman or man after man or uh, situation after situation, like you're repeating the same thing uh, and you're tackling it from a different angle, but you're really not changing the essence of what you're trying to do, then that's just proof that's not working. Like, okay, I'm not saying that you have to be a Christian and then you have to go to the church of I owe God and that's all the way you're going to get married. The man simply said that there are some standards and morals and some basic truths that just are, 
they're quantified by his belief in Christianity. He follows Christ. I happen to have that same belief system, but even if you want to just try to ignore the Christ in it, just think about what he said. If you decide that you want to have a life with somebody else and they're not willing to commit some um, proof in your action type of uh, commitment to you, how true is it? How real is it going to be? We do it in other things and other facets of our life. One of the guys earlier said, you know, I'm a naturalist and I believe and look at nature and I follow nature. But I'm going to tell you, there is some very similarities in nature. There's some things that just not going to happen in nature. You feel me? When it does happen, it's something chaotic. Just the other day, there was a bobcat. Yes, a bobcat at my job, which is a civilized social area with concrete trees and stuff. So it's not quite the forest, but it was not where he was supposed to be. So the truth of that is things wander outside of how it's supposed to be. And, yeah, a lot of people are experimenting. But I think once once you're at a point in your life, where you have decided that you want a life. I'm not talking about, you know, I'm living and I'm poking everybody's daughter or I'm sleeping with everybody's son. You know, that that's not to me living. When you're trying to create a family and you're trying to create a legacy and you're trying to create a future for yourself and for those who are yours, it's got to be something bigger than just uh, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, or get it and leave, or let's just try and give her 99% of myself because there's 1% that she's going to take my stuff and go. I think there's a lot of truths to this that men just don't understand the gravity of the call that they are just, period, in our society. Uh, we've had the shows that, dif- that show the difference between the way that other cultures of people particularly black cultures of people, we don't have the male dominance and stance of just being a man, of just being a provider. I'm not saying that you're not a man, so let's hear me clear. I'm not saying that you're not a man. I'm just saying that the the world has created a hard position for men of color to be in, the, in, in their position. And I think this video speaks to that as well as it speaks to women kind of dummying down and giving place and way for a man to be even less of his capability. Like, we can say all day, every day, well, I want a man who got a good job. I want a man who's going to do this for me. I want a man who's going to do that for me. But at the end of the day, we want to be loved and we want someone to care about us. Besides the amount of money that's in your account, besides the cars that you drive, besides the number of houses that you can buy and all of the flaily things that everybody recycles in and out. Like I said that today, the things that really, really matter are the things that you can't, like you can't get it back again. So you have to really take some time and reinvest in that same thing over and over again, that same thing, not go and switch it out. Because there's always going to be a man that's taller. It's always going to be a man that's got more money. It's always going to be a man who has more things to give to you. But when you find someone who is understanding of the place that you are, my sister said earlier, she said she knew she was already a queen, but it took, it went to a different level to hear that affirmation be a truth that even men want. What man wants a woman that he all the time has to buy stuff for, for her just to cook a meal? What woman wants a man that you always got to be laying on your back for him 
to love on you and, and provide for you and take care of the children that you even bear. I think we're speaking the same truth under different umbrellas, and we get sidetracked when we say things like, uh, this is what God has shown to me. If you haven't been in a place where God can speak to you, you're not going to understand that language. I want to speak to also our brother who was like beside himself about the whole herpes because that is a truth. You know, there are more sexually transmitted disease in quote-unquote committed relationships than there are in the single uh, community. That's the truth. People are having more sex inside of marriage without their partner than those who are single who can have multiple partners, you know, quote unquote, according to the so you know, the socializing ways that we have in our world. But it makes no sense. That doesn't like it doesn't make any sense for more married men to have herpes or STDs that are just undetectable or to be dying from other stressors like heart attack and stroke. I mean, we can go into a medical, you know, that's my background. We can go over there if we want to, but supposedly the married life is a committed life where we're going to entrust our lives into another person. That That's the whole paperwork thing. You know, I know, yeah, you know, if you leave me after a certain amount of time, you know, I may want to still be able to have some things because I'm taking a chance on my entire life even on my sexual history and future with you, um, even on the legacy that I have if I have children with you. So a couple, you know, some money is just some stuff that we all got to have to live and survive. So maybe it's good that some people not get married. The last thing I want to say is this, is I do understand that marriage in and of itself, I feel like, you know, I know a lot of different cultures and a lot of different religious uh, bodies of thinking, even the free thinkers, even the energies, people who uh, think outside of their being like uh, a God. Marriage is an institution that's built for those people who think alike too. Like you are not, you are out your mind if you think that you're going to say, okay, I believe in God and I believe in Christ. But my husband, he just wided out and he believed in some other stuff, that that's going to come together and you're going to have a marriage. No, y'all have just got a real contract for real because, like, marriage is bigger than just something on paper that you write. I write on paper every day. I sign contracts every day. I sign off on what you pay your premiums with every day, but it doesn't make that be the truth of what is actually happening in your day-to-day life. It's an experience. It's a, it is more than just paper. And if it's just paper, if, if it's just paper, then so is everything else you do. Try not paying your mortgage that's on paper. Try not paying your car notes that's not on paper. Try driving around your car without the right paperwork in your glove compartment and see how long that gets you. We do. We hold some respects to things and people and situations that don't even sometimes even deserve as much as the things that really, 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 really matter. I don't think that we've learned uh, anything other than uh, admitting some truths that we already should have been practicing by. On Thursday, we're going to talk about something totally different. We're going to talk about these jail systems because one of the reasons why we out of order in this world, people are going to jail in record numbers. It used to be just the, quote, unquote, the wilded out youth. It used to be these badass kids that can't stop game banging. Now it's just regular folk trying to go to work 
Now is teachers going to jail, um, whether they are cheating or they're sexing the students, they are building jails more frequently than they are building hospitals or schools. And the thing about it is there are some guarantees on those contracts. they got to be filled. They've made agreements with how they're going to feed these people, how they're going to house these people, how the mail system is going to be taxed. It's, a big, it's one of the biggest businesses in the world. And guess who is going to be in those buildings? Baby, don't don't act like you don't see it if you if you don't want to and you'll end up with a number. But I'm not going. I ain't going to jail. I'm just not going. I ain't going to get to go to that one. We're going to end the show tonight. Please log on to www.theimprints.com with a little bit of feedback. Read some of through my blogs. And if there's any show ideas that you would like to talk about or would like to be a guest, please contact me on Facebook. Just like my brother said earlier. All it takes is one man to change his mind about how he's going to commit to a certain person or even a certain idea, even a belief system, and everything changes. I hope you have a good night. I hope you learn to make it on your own And if you let yourself just know you'll never be alone I hope that you get everything you want and that you chose I hope that it's the realest thing that you ever know Hope you get the pretty girls that's pretty at everything Million dollar cribs having million dollar dreams And when you get it all just remember one thing Remember one thing That one man could change the world one man could change the world All I, all I wanted was a hundred million dollars and a bad chick Imagine this a Muslim nights it felt like that I had it Back on the mattress, staring at the ceiling, trying to connect the dots But it's all making those attachments I'm talking dreaming so hard, some nights it felt like draft day You know, my my stepbrother used to flip them bags outside the crib like it was trash day. No Kim K, buddy, bag day. Yeah. But when you get it fast, money slow down, don't crash. With all the drive in the world, swear you still need gas. Look, think about it. Close your eyes, dream about it. Tell your team about it. Go make million dollar schemes about it. Success is on the way, I feel it in the distance. Used to look up at the stars and be like, ain't too much that's different. I be shining, they be shining. Get you one shot, don't you miss it. What you know about waking up every day like you on a mission and I hope you learn to make it on your own And if you love yourself just know you'll never be alone I hope that you get everything you want and that's what chose I hope and that's the realest thing that you ever know Hope you get the pretty girls as pretty as everything Million dollar careers have a million dollar dreams And when you get it all just remember one thing Remember one thing One man could change the world my grandma told me if you write your name in stone, you'll never get the white out. I grinded out that black hole and performed up at the White House, standing next to Jim Carrey. We traded stories and laughed. I said, you're not the only one I know got rich wearing masks. Where I'm from, I swear they broke. They need way more than the cash. We need more than what you have, and then we need more than that. But how I'm supposed to say I'm tired? If that girl from West Virginia came up in conditions that I could survive. Went to war, came back alive. On top of that, became a female black captain. When being black, you had the extra, extra try. Where
way before James Brown made us proud She bought a crib on the same street as Marvin Gaye Right there on how to drive And she taught me how to drive And she raised the kids and the kids' kids And she did it right Taught me how to love, taught me not to cry When I die, I hope you teach me how to fly All my life you've been that angel in disguise And I hope you learn to make it on your own If you love yourself, just know you'll never be alone I hope that you get everything you want and that you chose I hope that it's the realest thing that you ever know I hope you get the pretty girls as pretty at everything Million dollar cribs, every million dollar dreams When you get it all, just remember one thing Remember one thing That one man can change the world One man can change the world Are you tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things that really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am The Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com, where The Empress speaks and The Empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight. But nobody's going to change this but us.